Which is worse? Oh. I think the underwater is worse because I feel like death would be imminent if there's a leak. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I've seen Jaws 3. This hotel is a hard pass for me. <laughs> Have you seen Jaws 3? Do you know what I'm talking about? I won't watch a Jaws movie. Thank you very Listen, much. Listen, they're like in sea, at SeaWorld, and they're in some sort of like underwater like tunnel, and Jaws breaks through the tunnel. I am. There's no way I'm staying in this hotel. Absolutely freaking not. Oh, wait till we get to my first impression. <laughs> Today, we're discussing Love in the Maldives, which originally aired on Saturday, April 1st on the Hallmark Channel. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram. You can find us both at, at Megan and Wendy and at Girls Gone Hallmark. You can also jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. And I was hoping here, we have a ton of new listeners and a ton of new Facebook group members. I was thinking maybe we could just say hi to the new listeners here and give a quick backstory on Girls Gone Hallmark and how that came about. Let's do it. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the origin story of Girls Gone Hallmark is to take it way back in October of 2020, we launched our other podcast, Long Story Short, with Megan and Wendy. And almost immediately thereafter, Wendy, who had never seen a Hallmark movie, had the idea to do a bonus episode for the countdown to Christmas season, reviewing some of the Hallmark original movies. And I think the plan at the time was for it to be a limited run series. Mm hmm. And it really resonated with people. And so we kept doing it, but we kept it as a bonus episode for entirely too long. Right. And in the fall of 2022, we finally gave Girls Gone Hallmark its own home. So it exists as its very own podcast, which is very exciting. And since then, has really found its crowd. The Facebook group is growing. The Instagram account's growing. It's just its own little thing now. Yeah. So welcome to all the new listeners. Welcome. And I want to say that we hear some people say like, wait, I'm a guy gone Hallmark. Okay. The girls in the girls gone Hallmark are the two of us. Yes. Like (laughs) we welcome everybody. (laughs) You can be a girl gone Hallmark or a guy gone Hallmark. We're not suggesting that we're just for the ladies. It's just happen to be the girls. It's just a catchy name for us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. You want to talk some Hallmark news and notes? I do. I have some ratings information from last weekend. Okay. The Way Home Finale episode, episode 10, had 1.7 million viewers, making it the third most watched cable program after only sports. And the ride premiere did very well with 1.3 million viewers. It was the seventh most watched cable program. I think placing it directly after the Way Home was a great idea. It was a good lead in. Yeah. But you know what? I got to tell you that some feedback I've gotten on Ride, not about the show, but like a general interest, or is that people are not really into like what I've been told, Westerns. This is not a Western, obviously, but like they're not drawn to the premise of the show. I have heard that too. And I, I think it's a 
very specific vibe. I mean, I would, it has a Western vibe. But it's not like a West. Western movie, you know, not like a, beow, beow, you know what I'm talking about? Shoot them up. (laughs) Yeah, like saloon doors open. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. Sure. I, yeah, I think it's a specific vibe. I would say that I might not have turned it on myself. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it, honestly. I really like it. But I kind of want to watch Yellowstone, but I feel like it's going to stress me out because it's like violent and stressful. So I'm like, oh, this is this is right up my I don't know if Yellowstone is for you. Yeah, I kind of don't think it is. So I need to watch the Hallmark version. Yeah. And for those who don't know, we do recap ride that comes out on Wednesdays. So it's a the format's a little bit different than the movie reviews we do. It's like a straight up scene by scene recap. Yes, ma'am. What else do you have for news and notes? One thing you didn't mention in ratings, did you see the numbers for a picture of her? No, I didn't. I don't have the specific numbers. All I know I saw on the Hallmark Channel press release that it was the number one most watched program of the week. Wow. Most watched entertainment program of All the headlines said it was Hallmark Channel delivers number one most watched program of the week with a picture of her. Look. I, I hear you Googling. Are you going to pull me a number? Well, I was going to try and pull a number. I just, I think it's pretty easy to like manipulate the numbers to make yourself number one in one category or another. Right. Because there's like sports and news above you. So, hey, we're number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We're the number one Tyler Hines movie of all week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. It did have one point. 7 million viewers. That's the same as The Way Home. It was blown out of the water by basketball in terms of viewership, Mm -hmm. um, but it was the most watched for Saturday, at least, after basketball. Got it. All right. One last final Hallmark news. Yes. The Connecticut Patch. Now, you know, the Patch is like a local online newspaper website, right? It is reported that Two sites in southeastern Connecticut are filming back-to-back Hallmark movies there. And this is according to an article released in the London Day, which is some sort of news website too, but it had a paywall and I couldn't access it. (laughs) So I have no information other than two movies are being filmed there. I don't know what the titles are and who might be starring in them. them. No idea. One of those is Michael Rady's movie. Oh. Oh, how do we know that? How do we know anything? (laughs) Okay. The internet Uh, tells us. Oh, that's right. Oh, and he's starting opposite of that gorgeous blonde who was in that really great Christmas movie. movie. Not the avalanche movie. The one where like, you know what I'm talking about. People are screaming. It had the dude from Family Matters and they were dead and then they went back in time. Uh, Oh, Ghosts of Christmas Past. I didn't even make that connection. Ghost of Christmas um, Always, I yes. think is what it was called. You're right, but you're right, you're she right. is the actress who I think is starring opposite Michael Rady in this movie they're filming right Kim now. Kim Matula. Yes, that's her name. Thank you for finally getting there. <laughs> <laughs> She's gorge. I'm so excited to see her in another movie. That's a good pairing. A quick interruption. This is Megan here. Coming to you from the editing bay, wanted to let you know that we were so off base here. Kim Matula is currently filming a movie 
with Kevin McGarry in Kelowna, British Columbia, Michael Rady will star alongside another beautiful actress in his movie currently filming in Connecticut. Back to the show. Let's move on to a synopsis of Love in the Maldives. All right. A travel writer goes to the Maldives. Maldives? Yeah. Did I say it? Let me start over. Okay. A travel a travel writer goes to the Maldives and hears about a legendary shipwreck with the help of her underwater resort guide, guest experience expert, she might discover love instead of a buried treasure. Woof. I hate that synopsis. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie was actually filmed in the Maldives, which thrills me. Murata Hotel is actually the Maraca Hotel, which is a Hilton fancy hotel. And that mm-hmm. underwater room. Is that real? We'll run you $15,000 a night should you Uh, decide to stay there. It is real. No way, man. It is real. Can you imagine laying there with all that ton of water above your head? Nope. 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 For my first impression, but nope. It truly gives me anxiety just to even think about it. Worse than the ice hotel. Oh my gosh. You've taken the words right out of my mouth. I will not say anything else. Uh, Oh no. Did I ruin your first impression? (laughs) I'm I'm still using it. We'll get there. (laughs) Hey, do you know that shipwreck in this movie is actually real? I learned that and was shocked. Okay. I'm sure you have the note written down because I'm not going to even attempt to. uh... I think it's Vavu. Yeah, I think it goes by another name too. But if you look up the Vavu shipwreck, it comes up. It is thought to be an Indonesian ship that capsized and washed ashore. Yeah, lucky for them. That worked out really well. Yeah, like that's interesting. Good point, Megan. Which came first? Which came first? Yeah. Do you think the writers were like, oh, there's this really cool shipwreck out there and let's write this story around it. But then how do you get your production crew to like, okay on that? Like who pays for all that? I don't know, but I will tell you, no no expense was spared on the location budget for this movie. For real. Did you know that the two leads are married in real life? I did because I wrote about it on our website. Yeah, they eloped in 2021. Yeah, Jocelyn, is it Houdon? Mm-hmm. And Jake Manley are married. They met in 2016. They married in 2021. They've been in a bunch of movies together not anything i've seen before except actually i take that back i haven't seen this they're in a show called the order on netflix this is relevant to a point i'm going to make in the future in addition jocelyn hudon previously starred in baby it's cold inside just just pin that information Mm -hmm. in your brain for a moment Mm -hmm. she's also a certified scuba diver which worked out well for the plot of this movie yeah i have a question about that a little bit later on cool i'll ask you Deborah is played by Lucy Newman-Williams, and I gotta say, I very much felt kismet to Deborah. Oh, I loved her. Yep. I like Deborah a lot. Yeah. We can definitely, I related way more to her than I did to young Ray. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you and I are friends. (laughs) This movie was directed by Colin Thays, who also co-wrote this movie. He has 21 directing credits, including... Christmas at Pemberley Manor, starring one Michael Rady. Mm. The other writers were Juliana Wimbles, and if you didn't know, she also played Jules, the hotel manager lady. Oh, nice catch. Yes, and Malcolm Wilkins, who doesn't have any other work credited on IMDb. Now he does. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear those first impressions. Do you want to go first? 
I'm never sleeping in an ice hotel, and I'm never sleeping underwater. I mean, which is worse? Oh. I think the underwater is worse because I feel like death would be imminent if there's a leak. But if the ice hotel seems like it might be a a slower deterioration. Because my problem with the ice hotel is, A, it's uncomfortable. But B, like, what if it melts and then you're in big trouble? Mm-hmm. I feel like you'd have a little bit of a warning if it were going to melt. You can escape if it's melting. Potentially. <laughs> but if you spring a leak underwater, it's goodbye, George. Yeah. I mean, look how fast the Titanic went down. There's no freaking way. Like, even if it was like a small leak, the pressure alone from the no. ocean. No, I'm so claustrophobic. And the no. like claustrophobic yeah. underwater. No, no. Have you ever seen on like the Travel Channel, they have those hotel rooms that you have to swim up underneath into? No, I'm not doing that either. And there's no. like some how they've managed to like keep air inside. Absolutely not. I could never do it. I, I am could... not a solo adventure traveler. No. Okay, are you ready for my first impression? I am. Uh-oh, is this another movie where I have to talk about the lead's hair? Uh-oh. I'm making that emoji face like that. Is that all we're going to say about that? Uh, by the way, did you hear that there was an article that came out where Christopher Plaha said that was an intentional choice because he wanted to look kind of like rumpled and like he didn't have his ass together? Listen, I didn't read the article, but the Palaha fans sure gave it to me in the DMs. So <laughs> I will never talk about Mr. Palaha's hair ever again, even if it was a style choice for a movie role. What did we like about this movie? I'll go first. Please. I thought the two leads... Jocelyn and Jake, those are their real names, not their, not yes. their, what are their, Ray and Jared, right? Correct. I thought they had undeniable chemistry. Totally. It wasn't oozing like last week's Tyler Hines, Rihanna Fish movie, but I thought that they seemed incredibly comfortable with each other and were having fun. I Comfortable is exactly the word I used too. And I think that's a good point because about them not having like that hot, hot, steamy chemistry like we felt in last week's movie because some people were like, they don't have chemistry, but it comes in different forms. And I agree. They felt very comfortable. I liked the way they looked at each other. Mm-hmm. When they kiss on the beach and she just grabs him, I was like, that's the kiss of people who are super comfortable. That was like I a like real kiss a between yeah. two people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate the Maldives. I'll tell you. That was, I enjoyed it. Normally, I'm not like, oh, the scenery made the movie. And the scenery didn't make the movie for me. But given that we have accidentally moved to the Pacific Northwest here, and <laughs> I am like cautiously optimistic about summer, I thought I enjoyed this filming location in spite of the fact that I'm never swimming with sharks. Well, let me give you a weather update. It is now raining in my backyard, I see. So (laughs) it might be raining here too. I said this earlier that I really liked Deborah, the Mm -hmm. widow, but I really enjoyed the relationship between Ray and Deborah. And I liked what they taught each other. Mm -hmm. For me, those are the parts of the movie that when I extract it, that's what I like about it. That's the kind of messaging that I get. And maybe it's personal to me instead of just being like, oh, it was this cute, like romantic movie. Like, I really liked that we have this older widow connecting with this younger single gal and they have something to teach each other. I just enjoyed it. 
I liked their interaction a lot too. It felt very real and believable to me. I also liked at the end of the movie, Jared's declaration that he was ready to travel the world with Ray. Contrary to last week's movie where I felt like, what's the actual future that these two people have? They really didn't make that clear, like how they're going to make their lives together work. I feel like we finally have two people whose lives work well together in terms of his dreams and her dreams. Mm. And I thought they complemented each other. No and... one's giving up something for the yeah. other. Yeah. They're they're like going on an adventure together. Yeah. In mm-hmm. a way that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, and I will say at the end, I like that they weren't like, I love you. I love you too. It was just like, I'm falling for you. Like, yes, let's be realistic. She's here for like a week. Mm-hmm. And I know people don't want reality in their Hallmark movies. They want a happy ending. But I liked that they just kept it real, like not super cheesy romantic. I really liked the cinematography when they were oh. swimming under well they were swimming in the ocean like doing the diving around the like ship wreckage and all that stuff but they were like snorkeling and i don't know if the one time that i've ever snorkeled like my little tube like stayed up above the water so i have no idea how you hold your breath for so long when you dive under with a snorkel gear on i had the same thought and i thought with the snorkel in my mouth would i accidentally take a breath and end mm-hmm. up swallowing a lung full of water. <laughs> but again, I don't know how free diving works. And if you're supposed to keep the snorkel in your mouth just so you it's not flopping all around your head. I don't know, dude. How do you hold your breath for so long? Oh, well, I'm old and they're young and mm-hmm. have greater lung capacity than I do. Yeah. Well, I just thought that scene was really cool. And I wondered if that was really them. Now, I know that you said that Josh... Jocelyn Houdon dives. She's like a certified diver. So maybe it was her, but I have no idea. I thought it looked like her. I was trying, I really thought it looked like her. I got to say, and this is a personal note, like I would never want anybody filming me swimming underwater in a really cute bathing suit because it would just be like, no, it just would be not not a good look. I thought those scenes were, were really well done. Agree. I liked all that underwater filming as well. She just made it look beautiful. Like, I would just look like a struggling for air. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I do know what I mean. I, my, I just can't even, my face would look crazy. Like, there's just no way. Racing for the surface to get a breath. <laughs> totally. Did you have anything else you liked? Ooh, that's a bad sign. It's not. Okay, what'd you wish for? This movie was overall pretty enjoyable to me. However, it had one glaring problem, and I saw it coming from across the sea, and I wish it hadn't taken the exact same conflict that we saw in movies like Chasing Waterfalls and Journey of My Heart, where the conflict is created because the main character forgets how the internet works. Mm-hmm. When they took the selfie in front of the shipwreck, I was like, oh, there you go. Relationship's over because it's going to accidentally go to the under and this is going to be the story she wants. Yeah, I was like, really? We're doing this again? But if I could also point out that like back-to-back movies with an accidental photo, because it got shared to the editor like on accident, right? It wasn't like a geotag situation like those two movies that you mentioned. Yeah, not a geotag situation. It was just in their shared drive. Right. And that's same that's 
what happened last week too. And I was like, really side eye back to back movies with yeah. an accidental photo that got sent. And then, whoa, everybody's world gets turned upside down. Like, shut up. Yeah. What do you wish for? Oh, okay. This, I'm not being overly critical here, but I enjoyed Jocelyn. I have a really hard time saying that name. Jocelyn Houdon better than her counterpart. I thought she outacted him in every scene. Oh. I didn't think he was a bad actor. And obviously he's not. He he does a lot of work. But I think she's better of the two. Like I found her far more believable. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. We have always been truthful in our reviews, right? And yeah. we're not coming for anybody. I'm not trying to tell everybody that they're terrible. I'm just saying I thought she was a better actor. I think she's clearly the star of this movie for me. And in terms of the people who I was invested in, it was Ray, then Deborah, then Jared. Yeah, dude, I'm not buying the story that he wants to create this like mindful workshop internationally. I'm like, any Yahoo can do that on the internet. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Does he need to be implementing it himself? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sell an ebook, dude. Yeah. For sure. Okay. One small note. I'm going to mention the hair. I think it was a real choice for this movie. Now, I did my research here, and I looked at tons of photos of this guy. I was just going to look and see what he looks like in other photos. He does not have awful hair. He has uh, a range of, like, short hair and long hair and blonde and dark and all over the place. And so perhaps, I don't know, like, it just, the real blonde tips were not doing it for me here. Yeah, they were trying to make him, like, the beach dude. Like, the yoga beach dude. Yeah. With that blonde hair. Yeah, I just, I found it to be a little um, distracting. I don't think you need to be blonde to be on the beach. You ready for, did you see that? Yes. Did you notice that you got your Homer Simpson backing into the bushes moment that you, we mentioned in a previous episode? Oh, it was The Way Home. Yes. Okay. It's triggering some memories because I think when I watched this, I thought about that, but I can't remember the exact scene. What happened? The scene is she's hiking through the jungle, I guess, and she accidentally bursts out onto the beach where he's there doing his breathwork class and she does not want to be there and she kind of like... I'm just gonna keep hiking again. And she do 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 backs right into the jungle. And uh, there was nothing remarkable about it, except that it triggered that moment where we talked about cat kind of disappearing into, into the yeah. wanted her to. Yeah, that's all. You know, uh, that seems kind of funny. Like when she comes out, her hair's all tossled. <laughs> like she's, she's like a mess. It was pretty funny. I gotta say that was pretty funny. The humidity got her. Yeah. When Ray arrives at the hotel and she's like greeted with like a flower lay and then she's the hotel manager lady is like, which one's your bag? Let us get your bag. Ray like throws down the lay like tosses it to the ground and grabs her bag and I was like oh she does yes and I was like that would be so rude you're like in a foreign country you would never like be so disrespectful I don't think no keep like, the lay on until you get to your room especially as this girl's like this world traveler you know she would never that's bizarre also her bag was entirely too empty oh yes Yes, yes, yes. Too empty. And I think it was even mentioned in our Facebook group is like, where was she carrying all the dresses and the heels and everything for her? Did you notice that the uh, silent disco dance that they held was in Ray's hotel room? 
cleared out the furniture. It's the same room. I would stake very little on it, but I'm pretty sure that it's the same hotel room. I didn't notice. What I did notice is that they use like AirPods for that. Yeah. Like everyone I've ever seen, they wear like the big, huge like headphones. They were like, crew, bring your AirPods to set. Right. (laughs) Totally. And the other thing that I thought was so funny is like they were talking to each other. Right. I was like, how are you? I don't know. Now, do I think I would have fun at a silent disco? Yes, I do think I would. Would you? Could you like let those inhibitions go and just like boogie down? You know, so I've never been to one, but I I know people who've done it for high school dances. Oh. And you know that, I don't know if this is how every silent disco works, but there's different music you can choose from. Oh, interesting. So not everybody's dancing to the same music. That's got to be wild to watch right? in life. Yeah. Like you got like some people dancing to like emo music or punk music, yes. hip hop music. Whoa. Totally have, crazy. Have you ever seen the behind the scenes of a TV show where they're filming a dancing scene and you realize there's no actual music playing? So those actors are just dancing and it's silent and all you hear is like their feet like... <laughs> Always. I always notice that in movies, especially like the movies of the early 2000s where they're like high school movies or they're kids at parties and they're like dancing in the back. And there's like, what are you dancing to? Not the music that's playing through the TV right now. So I feel like that's what it would look like. Like if someone took their headphones off, everyone would just look like a bozo. So (laughs) that's my that's my fear, because everyone in this case kind of did look like a bozo. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought, like, I hope they marked their airpods because i don't want someone else's airpods in my ooh, gross i hope so too they just didn't have the budget for giant silent disco headphones yeah because they're in the freaking maldives that's why (laughs) are we gonna talk about the turtle oh i mean what are you gonna do (laughs) i would imagine there's real turtles around there somewhere somebody couldn't get a b-roll shot of a real turtle and said they have like some cgi turtle (laughs) am i watching a disney movie it was awful Oh, I was checking because I wanted to make sure that sea turtles actually were in the Maldives. It is home to five of the seven species of sea turtles. Yeah, I thought the baby sea turtle release, I thought that was B-roll. Like Mm -hmm. all of the scenes of the sea turtle not actually in their hands. I was Mm -hmm. like, that's got to be like B-roll because it was pretty perfect. Yeah, you're right. Surely they've got some turtle swimming close to the surface B-roll. It it honestly didn't bother me a lot. Oh my gosh. I just was like, yeah, they needed a turtle in that moment. Put what do it you in think, a post. What do you <laughs> what do you think about it when they were like playing in the water and it was like that bioluminescence? Is that what it's called? It is. Do you think that was real? I wondered. I mean, I've seen have you ever seen the bioluminescence here? In 2020, it was like a big deal. When we were like in lockdown and we had went out to the beach at night and looked at it. Yeah, I've seen it. I was trying to dredge up a memory of what it looks like. I thought that was pretty bright for bioluminescence. I don't think it's that like light your faces with an underglow. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. So that might have been a little bit of an edit there, too. Yeah, I wonder. What did you rate Love in the Maldives? I came in thinking I was really going to hate this movie. I didn't. I gave it three and a half stars. I gave it three. I will say. How did I give it a better rating than you? I don't understand. I think, yeah, three is a good rating for me. I 
was not looking to, forward to this movie as well. We actually got some messages not posted in the group that were like, I'm really sorry you have to review this movie. There was some negativity about this movie in the group, which is fine. We, I was surprised actually by this movie, pleasantly surprised. Do you feel like it was a typical Hallmark movie? I don't feel like it wasn't, but I feel like you feel like it was not. <laughs> no, I feel like it was. Yeah. I've, sometimes I feel like, I wonder if writers like present these movies to Hallmark and then Hallmark sometimes like puts their Hallmark spin Hallmarks on them. It. <laughs> yeah, Hallmarks them up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some movies I feel like, whoa, I see lots of perfect potential and then it just like falls back into like. Okay, that's what I expected, I guess. I don't disagree. Like, when we go back to, I think sometimes they hallmark up the co the conflict. Like, again, we get this conflict that's very similar to, you're right, it's an amalgam of a picture of her and chasing waterfalls. I don't think we needed that. We had enough conflict with Ray trying to figure out, like, who am I as a writer now? Am I, like, the the solo traveler? Or do I need to evolve? And... Deborah learning how to be solo and all these other things. They just feel like they need this big, like, kapow conflict. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't, sometimes it can be softer than that. I agree. Tomorrow we'll be back with a recap of Ride, episode two. Come back for that. If you're not in our Facebook group, join us over there. It's a lively bunch. We'd love to have you. And if you love our podcast, we love your five star ratings and reviews. So hop on over into the Apple Podcast app. Tap those five stars and let everybody know why you love our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.